Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Artist Interviews here at WJMS Radio. I'm your host, Harris Jag and Jack, and today we have a new guest with us, a new artist. His name is Bruno, and he is an Argentinian artist all the way from Switzerland. Bruno, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the fans and let everybody know who you are and describe yourself as an artist for us. What up, what up, Harris? First of all, first and foremost, thanks for having me on. Of course. Um, I live in Switzerland. Like you said, I'm Argentinian. I'm a bit of a, all over the place. Before we started the interview, we, we weren't really too sure how to introduce me because I'm kind of from everywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I'm an artist. I, I rap in English and Spanish, majorly, like mostly in English, because uh, that's how that's how I started up. But I started putting more Spanish into my music. Mm. I don't have, I haven't had, I'm starting to get more into a fixed genre. Um, I started off a bit everywhere. I kind of wanted to experiment with all types of sounds because I didn't really know my voice. I'm getting there now. Uh, you know, I did I did a lot of like, I did some more trap sounds. I did some like reggaeton. I did some, mm-hmm. you know, more poppy stuff. I did a bit of everything. Um, and now just recently, I'm starting to get into my my own music, you know, I'm trying to get into my, my own vibe. Like my big inspo right now, well, well I mean, has always been Mac Miller, for example. I just I feel like, that. man, I feel that. It's, just, it's, just, it's just something different. You know, like the ability to just talk on the beat, and just like what I always loved and what I started doing a lot more now recently, especially with a song that's coming out um, in June 4th, is have an instrumental which might not represent what you're actually saying in the beat. By that I mean like a very upbeat instrumental, right? You can say a summary instrumental. Um, and your tone of voice might match the instrumental too, but what you're saying is very different to what you might imagine with such a beat. You know, right. like I I loved how Mac Miller would just get these instrumentals that you know you see you hear everybody just like vibing to and everybody dancing to, but you actually hear what he's saying and he's saying like a lot, a lot more than what you think. Yeah, you know? and I like that. I like how some people can go there and can understand your your story a bit, and some people can just vibe with the with the atmosphere of the music. That's something that I've always loved with what he does. Yeah, I hear you. Um, kind of having like a more subtle message, but also just being able to hit on multiple notes. I feel like exactly, um, exactly. Like I, I, it adds a layer to your music. That's what I thought too. Yeah, I started, you know, I started off like getting too fixed, and I was always thinking like, damn, like I, like I would hear myself, and I'd be like, I don't really know who I sound like. You know, I don't know, I don't know. I like I, when I hear somebody, I don't really like feel like I sound like him. Whatever, whatever. But in reality, like you gotta take that as, as like as like that's the biggest, it's the biggest compliment you can give yourself. You know what I mean? Like you don't sound exactly like somebody else. You know? I hear you. You know, that's, I hear you. that's an that's an awesome thing. But yeah, like I I think that I think that it adds certain layers to your music. Being able to um, play with the instrumental, maybe not give it the 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 touch that most listeners would expect. You know? Yeah. Give it something different. And you're talking about it from the point of view as like a vocalist, not like. You know, you're changing mm. the actual beat or something, but no, like how exactly. your vocals meld with the beat. Exactly, exactly. No, I only, I, I, only I mean, I started, I mean, I don't produce, right? As you know, my boy in Bound Beats, be doing a lot of mm-hmm. my beats for me, but I'm just, I'm just a rapper. I just talk over it. I mean, when I go in the studio, you know, I do some edits here and there when I want to cut the beat, when I want to enunciate something a certain way. But yeah, I'm just rapping. I'm just writing. That's all I do. I hear you. So earlier you talked a little bit about you just started, you started off doing music mainly in English. Yeah. Um, 
and and you recently started doing music in Spanish. And before we were talking, you mentioned to me that you speak three three languages. So yeah, yeah. that's quite a few languages. What made you start doing music in English primarily? Was it like a business move, a marketing move, something that you just always wanted to do? And then kind of talk about what got you into making music in Spanish as well. Sure. So honestly, why I started in English was because English is probably my best language in terms of being comfortable with talking a language, right? Like I'm most okay. comfortable talking English. I, I, I grew up in Switzerland, which is in the French-speaking part of Switzerland, uh, mm. by Geneva. But I went to international school um, throughout my high school. I mean, I went to, a, went, went to a local French school for the first few years, but I, went, I moved into an international school. And there I was just always around English-speaking people, right? Like teachers, yeah. kids, students. I would only like, really learn French from kids I met at football or for kids I met around, you know, around here. Wow. So I... So, I, yeah, for me, English was like the natural way forward. I mean, I spoke Spanish. I always spoke Spanish at home. Yeah. And I even, took, I even took Spanish in the IB, but, uh, but wow. cause like, cause I, I didn't know how to write, you know what I mean? Like I, I just heard it. I just heard it from my parents. It's like my mother's okay. in that sense. So I, I, I lacked the confidence, um, a lot to go into Spanish for a while. Right. Mm. Kind of links to like my whole idea of, you know, like my sense of identity is a bit everywhere. So when I, when I, when I, when I go into a certain genre, I feel like it's a big step for me. Cause I don't feel like super accustomed to that. You know, like I, I'm Spanish, I'm Argentinian. That's my blood. Right. But, um, but I, I haven't like lived there all my life. So I haven't, I haven't, I haven't been there. I haven't only hang around those type of people. So yeah. to, to dip into those genres for me, it was, for me, I'm just starting to get there. You know, I'm starting to get there. And I feel like the more I integrate myself into Latin culture, if I move to Latin America or if I, well, now that I have a lot more Latin friends, that's going to evolve my path as an, as an artist to get into more Spanish speaking music. Right. But right yeah. now, right now it's mostly English and I dip into Spanish here and there. It's, it's more than anything to like show that I can, you know, that I can do it and yeah, just show it like a different aspect of me as an artist. I hear you, man. And it's, it, it is versatile to be able to make music, especially in, in different languages. Um, that taps you just from like a business end. I feel like that gives yeah. you like different markets. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're and right. And I, I feel like, I don't know, tell me if I'm wrong, but in Europe, I feel like uh, Spanish speaking music is starting to pop off like crazy. You're right. You're right. You're right. And the thing is, the thing is that I've realized just through looking at my discography for the past like three years, I see like how different my music is and I see that I see like a lot of potential in terms of mm. what I could tap into, but I also see that since I don't have a very concrete genre, at least on my music right now, it's hard for people to stick with me for, for a while. You know what I mean? That's why I'm starting to get mm. a bit more towards something a bit more fixed so that I can get actually get some sort of like coherent and, and consistent fan base, you know? I feel that. And that's kind of a struggle as an artist. Man, what real. do you think? Do you think that that would take away from you if you try like, you know, having a specific sound to fit like time and time again? Or do you feel like it's something that you've always been working towards is like kind of putting together this whole, you know, mix yeah. of stuff? You know, I, I think I think more than anything, it's the motivations behind it. Like, I, I don't want to I don't want to go into this. I'm, I'm not going to start doing one genre or a bit more one genre for the sake of like purely having having more listeners or whatever it is like i right. am loving and i'm finding it a lot more a lot easier mm. to write and to rap the way that i'm starting to write and rap in throughout this past like i'd say six months to a year right yeah. and and even i mean i got a, i got a i got a studio back home in switzerland 
uh, with this guy who also makes music, Shilan. He's you guys can check him out. He's a great artist. He produces and mixes and masters all this stuff. But uh, the last two songs that I recorded, which is the one that I released a couple of weeks ago, Young and Loud, mm-hmm. and the one that's gonna come out in June fourth, uh, which is called Talk About It. Uh, like he yep. he he left after like before I left the studio, he just told me like, damn like. Listen, like these out of all the songs I recorded, every single song I did with him. That's like 12, 15, like twelve to fifteen songs. He's like, I, 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 he's like, I finally feel like you found your sound. I finally feel like you're getting there. I finally feel like you're breaking like this like persona barrier or this like artist. Like, oh, I gotta show this. I gotta show that. And just like saying whatever, you know what I mean? And just being yourself more. I feel like I, as as everybody says that, you know, but like as an artist, it's often hard because yeah. Like I started since high school, you know, like I, I had this like persona of like, what, what am I, what I am as an artist and what I am as outside of an artist and what I got to portray and what I don't, you know what I mean? And I'm gradually just taking that away. I'm taking a separation yeah. between like artists and me. Like I'm just trying to like merge those together in some way, you know? And yeah. I feel like that's, that's, that's why it's, that's why it's coming easier than as, uh, as if I was like forcing it, you know, I feel like it's just, it's heading to also where I'm at at life. I guess I'm just, I'm just more comfortable with myself in general. And that affects my music a ton, you know? I feel that. That's that. Yeah, man. That's, that must be pretty hard to do. I mean, I definitely agree with you, especially like just how it is pretty much trying to figure out, you know, having to learn that being yourself is, is really what the people are looking for. Mm. Um, Exactly. And everyone loves that. Everyone loves when you're yourself. Sorry. Like, like, like everybody that I've talked to, all my friends around here, my fa- like whatever people that I've met on Instagram, they were like, "Damn, like you, just, right. you sound so much better, and you sound so much more comfortable, and even in videos, like you sound like you you feel good in what you're doing, and you're not like yeah, putting on an act for for whatever it might be." Exactly, because like I feel like especially as an artist, you try to grow locally first, right? And right. all the people they know when you're trying to put on a front and like when you're putting on an act. Right. And yeah, you can do like the whole internet promotion shit and, and like you know try to get your songs out through Instagram ads and whatever. But you know what I mean? Like it's tough when you're not being yourself. So I definitely yeah. hear you on that. And what I wanted to ask you about too is uh, talk a little bit about your creative process because that sounds crazy too. Just working with you know engineers and producers from here in chicago you're you're over there in montreal yeah and you got you know producers in switzerland like mm. what's that like you know is that difficult to do so my creative process is, is like i I'm, I'm assuming like any artist just totally random you know what i mean like yeah. i <laughs> i have i have times where i'm in the highest of moods and best of times and i'm talking about the worst of times and my lowest moods you know i have, I have people asking me sometimes like damn like why you write about like such things, such and such? Like why you, why you sound always sad in your music? I'm like, damn, I, I wrote, I wrote how I feel I in Mallorca in a family trip where I was like bullying it. And I was, I was happy as hell, you know, but that was, that was a time where I could, like I said, I, I can only write and talk about the, about the bad. Right. And mm. all, the, all the shit that you've been through when you're in a good mindset and in a good place. Yeah. But sometimes man. it gets, you know, sometimes you got to balance that too. Cause you don't want to be, always talking about the bad which is something that i've realized gradually is mm-hmm. you don't always want to be talking about the bad when you when you when you're in a good place sometimes you also want to recognize the situation that you're in because if you if you dig yourself too much in into into that sort of persona of yourself as being someone who writes about sad music or, or being a sad person you kind of feed into it as well right? right i mean personally but in terms of in terms of what i in terms of what i write man like first of all it's always it's always of course the beat comes first the beat the beat gets the lyrics out of me 
um, I, it's never been like me writing anything and then I choose a beat over it. The beat dictates what I'm wanting. And obviously subconsciously I'm looking for something when I'm looking for beats. Right. Um, and then, and then, well, the, the way that I found my, my studio guy in, in Switzerland was I, all I did was, was four years ago. The best decision I did, this is, this is my emphasis on like, if you're looking for something, just put yourself out there, man. Because this guy that does my, does my recordings now, like he's like, you know, he's doing very well for himself. But I was the first person to do an interview. I mean, to do an interview, sorry. To do a, to do a, <laughs> to do a studio session with him. Because uh, I posted on Facebook, like, yo, looking for a, looking for a, looking for someone with a studio nearby. And he just, yeah. Like, yeah, come, come over. Yeah, I wasn't even paying nothing. Was, like, just a friendly thing. Like, he was just experimenting. And that was four years ago. And that yeah. cemented such an important contact in, in, in my music progression. Because that guy has been, like, vital to who, who I've become. Man. So it's always, like, I, mm. I, I've, had, I've, had the, I've had the luck to have had people around me that really care for me as an artist and as a person that I've been able to facilitate a lot of what I do. Right. Yeah. And now gradually as I leave and I go to university and everyone's getting more busy, I'm starting to realize that, you know, sometimes you got to put more on yourself, stop relying on other people and get to it. That's why I'm trying to more and more getting into mixing and mastering. I got logic pro. I got mm. my focus, right? I got my mic, you know, I'm, I'm getting, yeah. it. it's just, it's just a process, you know, with school, you got to invest a lot of time. And before I had it given it to me, you know, sometimes it's hard to find the motivation to just push yourself further than the writing process and to actually make a, make a piece of art, which, which is, which is getting there. But that's just my next step as an artist. You know, I'm not, I'm not too stressed about that. Yeah, man, I hear you. And that's a lot of work and a lot of investment too. Yeah. Um, not only within, you know, money, money wise, like buying the equipment and like right. you said, like focus, right. But also just learning how to mix and master and just overall engineer audio. Right. Have you tried that yet? Or is it like still a work in process? Yeah, it's just like, I have like these, these bursts of motivation. I wrote something banging and then I'm like, I, right, I'm gonna record this and just make a hit. And then that's when you realize, I, right, there's a lot more work to be done than it's just grabbing the mic and recording it. You know what I mean? And it can yeah. be motivating sometimes because you're like, damn, I thought I had something good here. And then like, you hear myself it. like, I don't sound too good. You know what I mean? Uh, but, no, but, yeah, but it's just, it's just, I'm trying to start like step by step, you know, like, yeah. like I, I, I always, I think very like fast and I think in like in a big picture a lot. Mm. So it's like, for me it's like not getting into the process it's 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 getting the song or, or, or finishing the song it's not like learning the individual processes to to actually be able to do that so and that's right. something a bit impatient but that's what i'm trying to work on a lot because that's so vital to just like you know be in love with the process rather than the results you know i hear you man and you got to think about it too like that's also how you how you essentially what you were describing in the beginning um with the different people is you're building a team right like that's right it's the same thing. Like you need the patience to build the team, just like you need the patience to learn a new skill. Talk yeah. a little bit about the importance of that. You know, when you first started making music, was it all by yourself? And like, were you trying to this like experiment by yourself? And then, or was it always like with somebody helping you out? And did you grow support gradually over the years? Yeah. So I, I, I mean, first of all, my motivation to actually start rapping came from a friend of mine, a French friend. Well, not a French mm. friend, but a Swiss, you know, I met him in Switzerland and he yeah. rapped French. His name was Didi. Wow. And I would see him, I would see him in parties, right? I would see him in parties, just pull out the, pull out the speaker and start freestyling. I mean, freestyling, obviously it was written, right? It wasn't freestyle. It wasn't on the top of the head, but you know, he'd, he'd write written. I'm like, damn, this is crazy. Dope, right. So first it came into it. It's like, damn, this is a cool thing to do. Right. 
And that came throughout the same period as, as I started getting a lot of anxiety for, for, you know, different personal reasons. And I figured that, damn, like, like these things work, you know, like these things work, like, like writing music helps, like writing about this stuff helps. And I like writing and I like finding witty sentences. So it was always like a cool thing, getting a, getting a song together and then, and then, you know, getting it out, not even getting it out, just writing it. And then maybe, you know, maybe singing it to some people and then being like, damn, like, you know, it was a yeah. very personal thing at first. Well, it was always a very personal thing. It became right. obviously more public as I started releasing it online and so forth. And then that came with like its own downfalls. Cause you know, when you start releasing it online, you're, you're more prone to be like, ah, what am I going to get? Like, well, what, how many streams, yeah. whatever, whatever. <laughs> but start it's always, yeah, exactly. But, but I, I realized that like, at the end of the day, like uh, some of the best music that I've written is music that I've haven't even released. Right. It's music that mm. like, that that's really true to me. And that's, and that's, and that's an awesome thing too. You know, when I just want to put the beat on and just rap for myself, I can do that without having to, you know, take my camera out and record something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I've been, I've been grateful that I have friends and, and people around me, videographers, uh, filmers, uh, studios, like, like I've had people, thanks to thanks to like the connections i made throughout the time and in, in that in that regard it's been a very collective effort wow. um but it did take a lot like it takes a lot individually to be motivated enough to do something you know like like you have a song you're like okay now i need to do the video that's like a couple days work like am i motivated enough do i have enough faith in this song for a music video and stuff like that and i always took it as like you know what like i always know that whenever i look back I'm so thankful for doing this. So I'm going to just do what I, what I want and what I can to get this thing out in as many ways as I can. You know, even if after a while I stop messing with the song because I've heard it so many times, whatever. Right. So I'll be like, All right, let's shoot this video because, you know, in a, in a year's time or in a few months' time, you're going to look back and you're like, damn, I did that and that, that, that was me and, like, obviously with other people. But you push yourself to get to that level. Because at the end of the day, nothing comes out if the artist, uh, if the artist doesn't want it, he doesn't ask for a video. If he doesn't organize the people, then th there won't be a video, you know? Right yeah man it's it's a lot of work obviously like you mentioned and you know that's the good part of having a team around you and it sounds like what you what you were basically describing is that you know music was a good release for you and, and through music you also garner a lot of these connections and relationships that not only help you in your career but also help you out in life overall is that, is sure. that right to say for sure for sure like this guy's shillan who's who well who took me in four years ago i'd consider him like a very one of my closest friends in switzerland because like connecting and connecting with music is something that I'd never experienced because I never really considered myself a very musical person. You know, my, my mom would play the piano, my, my dad, the saxophone briefly, like, you know, my sister would play piano. Like, I, I was never into instruments like that. Mm. Uh, so I realized with my voice, I can do my own thing, you know, and it could also be considered an instrument. Obviously it could still be considered like a, a musical passion of mine, but connecting mm. with other people that have that same passion, is awesome you know because you meet so many people even out here in montreal i've met so many people that tell me like yeah they started rapping or they started recording or asking me to record and and ask me if i knew places to record like uh music in the studio whatever 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 and you realize like a lot of people are turning now towards rapping obviously more and more has become more commercial yeah uh, as, a, as a source of expression and i mean obviously the, your motivations are your motivations and that's fine you shouldn't be judging on, on why you're rapping in the first place but i think it's awesome you know because it's be, it's really like changed the landscape of like 
what what music is and like what motivates people to 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 express themselves in a certain type of way and rap has been doing that rap or any sort of any sort of music yeah man i agree with that 100 percent um and especially like throughout these years like the, this last year with covid and everything like the whole world's been going through it so a lot Man. of people are turning to music you know making music yeah. we're locked exactly. in and you know also for the people that have already been making music we're starting to have that uh starting to get more in tune with our creativity so You're right. um i kind of wanted to ask you what is the main driver of your creativity what really is the thing that motivates you and gets you to make a song like i know you mentioned it could be something weird like it's the beat is the first thing that you listen to but like mm -hmm. is there like a specific emotion or like a specific message that you're trying to get out to the audience every time you make a song or is it yeah know? well like like, like like i was saying it's it's my music has been changing so quickly and for so long that it really comes in, in, in like periods of time, right? Like recently, especially throughout this whole quarantine situation, I've had a lot of like <clears throat> more focus on my mental health and, and mm. being happy with who I am and accepting whatever, accepting myself uh, to be what I, what I am. So I, I recently I've been, I've been writing a lot of songs. Like for example, the song that I, that I, that I released recently, Young and Loud, yeah. You listen to the core, you listen to the to the lyrics up front, right? And listen to the chorus. Be young, be loud, be proud, whatever it is. People are like, you know, you could say that as someone corny, like, what is he saying? Like, be proud, be loud, like whatever. What is that? <laughs> okay? But the whole point is that. Like I wanna I wanna break that barrier of like, oh, like he's saying something that I feel uncomfortable with. Because why are you feeling uncomfortable? You know, at the end of the day, I'm telling yeah. you, I'm telling you to be happy with yourself and to be proud of who you are. But but subconsciously everybody has this thing like, damn, who's this guy telling me what to do? You know what I mean, or like even when I post on Instagram, like have a good day. So you're, you're, I already know some people are like, why is he telling me to have a good day? It's like nah, like just let's break that up. You know, I'm trying to break that barrier of like, of like what it's what it is to be like cool and what it is to like, you know, mm. be okay with certain things. And you know, since I lot I know a lot of people around here, I try to I try to spread that message as much as I can. It's just not like don't put a front. I try to be as authentic as I can now uh on and off you know on and off social media because mm. um, it's important for me it's important for me and i know how much damage it can do to somebody who's like who's like just constantly putting themselves through through some sort yeah. of side pressure negativity yeah. or whatever right whatever it might be right so i really try to try to encourage especially now quarantine to just do your thing just do your thing like like just stop stop working doing things for other people Stop putting all these pressures that like only you're putting on yourself. If you want to tell someone to have a good day and smile at them, tell them to have a good day and smile at them. Who cares? Who cares? You know? I feel that. You can only like like you can only impact people positively. People are reacting negatively to you doing good things and not people you want around you. And that's it. And that, and then those people are gonna come and go, you know? Yeah. Um, that's that's a lot of what I've been trying to spread throughout throughout quarantine, especially because you know, people are cooped up and people were telling me a lot, like, I don't know what to do, or like you know, like I'm just stuck all day watching Netflix or I'm just stuck all day. Uh, right. You know, everyone's doing nothing. So what, what should I do? I'm like, dude, like learn something, go play sports, you know, like learn a new skill, do, do something creative with your life. Like, like you have the opportunity just because everybody, this thanks to like what I was saying about people hating on like authenticity sometimes is uh, just because like everybody, or at least the perceived everybody, right? What you see from the people that you know or from people that you follow aren't doing anything with their time it doesn't mean you have to get slumped and do nothing neither like like yeah like whatever like you do your own thing 
Um, and with quarantine, it's especially pertinent because you know everyone's now like, oh, it's quarantine. I'm locked down. I mean, Montreal, we've had a we've had a curfew. Really, of eight a.m. of eight p.m. Uh, I mean, it, it, now it's nine thirty, but it's been eight p.m. for pretty much almost the whole year now. I mean, the curfew came yeah. like six months ago, but like you know, stores are closed, and there's limited things to do. Things are starting to open up, but yeah. But um, it's just that it's just make the most out of your time. Like you have the you have the potential to do something. But it's that 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 emphasizes like the importance of of your environment. You know, I realize too that like the people directly around you might not always be the people that motivate you the most to get to where you are. And to find those people, you just got to look for them because they're there. You know, yeah. If you're not with them all the all the time. Doesn't mean that you can't find that sort of uh, motivation from other people or from yourself in times where you're lacking. You know, that motivation from others. Yeah. Uh, man. And it pushes you sometimes to get there. I agree, hundred percent. That's that's kind of how I feel when I do these artist interviews. Um, I, I kind of get like a good sense of like who the artist is and, and what they're doing, and it kind of just influences me in a way like to think differently. And right. I definitely I get that feeling from you. Like you know, you have that positivity about you, and I, and it sounds like you want to challenge like the status quo. And, and I definitely hear you. Like everyone's kind of under a veil of negativity lately and it feels like all yeah. of the music is like that too so i definitely appreciate yeah. you for trying to bring some positivity into it um and i wanted to ask you man like what motivates you outside of music is there anything outside of music that's not music related or anything like that that gets you up in the morning is like okay like this is the reason why i'm alive or like this is the yeah why for sure are. man for sure like first of all i'm i'm like i'm like big into into just just meeting people man like i'm right i'm a very social human and you know it comes with this downfall since you know it struggles to, to to be with myself sometimes and to work mm. on myself but man like i need to meet and see new people and i play football all the time up in rutherford which is a, a pitch and you know like i've started like know a lot of people there and building connections from wherever it might be and i think that's so important man, because like i've always had obviously a very f filtered you know upbringing i grew up obviously in switzerland going to national school like like get me more more like you know privilege than that and I, that's that's mm -hmm. where i be my whole life right but from meeting people in football right kids that didn't have the same background as me right and actually forming stronger connections and then just saying yo what's up whenever you see them right you learn something about yourself every time you meet these sort of people and that's why i love and i need to have people like that in my life because it teaches me so much about myself who would i be if i stick with the same people i was around in high school or even earlier in high school i was still meeting with kids but like you know in primary whatever i would be a totally different person totally different person mm. and that's just so important for me i always get up thinking all right what am i going to do today who can i see who can i who can i talk to that's going to change my perspective on something you know or who can I, who can I make smile? Or who, who can I, you know, give them a different perspective on, on my life too, you know, like not look at me at a certain way, just because of uh, me being brought up how I was brought up. You know, everybody has, everybody has their things. It's, it's just important. It's so important for me. I always tell people too, it kind of links to like where we are at today. Um, and like the idea of like, you know, canceling certain people. I mean, I'm, I don't want to get too like political right now. <laughs> I hear you though. I, I, talk, I talk about this a lot with my, with my friends, but it's like, you know, the there's, especially I think now with COVID, it's like, we don't want to be with people that we disagree with, right? Yeah. We just don't. And, and we sort of, I feel like more and more people have put themselves in some sort of moral high ground to like what is correct and what isn't. And if you don't agree with that, mm. with that, with that view of life, then, then, then be gone. Part of the problem right? or whatever, yeah. Right. 
and then you whatever like go like i don't want to hear you and that's just for me so dangerous man like i i I would no matter who you are no matter what you believe in like i will always listen to you and i will always like talk to you like that that, that's just period like i don't care who you are i don't care who you stand with like i will always talk to you and try to understand you in some way because like that makes me be a more open-minded person which i think is super important especially nowadays man especially nowadays yeah it's all up to you know like the old adage says beauty is in the eye of the beholder and that goes in in more than just like physical appearance it could be beauty of thought or Mm -hmm. you know just like understanding someone's compassion and i hear you there i I feel like there's extents to it obviously like you know you don't want to you know like some crazy madman from history like hitler or like some yeah, crazy yeah. Stuff, no, you know what course, i mean of course of course of course you <laughs> can learn from their mistakes and stuff like that <laughs> but course. like yeah you yeah. know you don't want to sit there and like try to be like hmm you know but yeah, I, I, I get, I get like, what I'm you mean like individuals you know like exactly. individuals that you mean nowadays that People might like, you know, support somebody else or whatever the or, case may be yeah i hear yeah, you though man just hear them even if you don't even if you don't want to chill with them like that's fine just don't like, don't like suppress them, because that's what that's what's happening all over the world now. And guys, and look what that's happening. It's it's going terrible. You know, I mean, people are getting yeah. suppressed, and with that comes violence, and with that comes uh, organized like rebellions. Like that, that just that's just what happens in history. You just can't suppress people; otherwise, they're gonna feel more marginalized, and you're gonna and you're gonna get a bigger problem in your hand. Sorry, yeah, sorry. I, got, I got kind of <laughs> I got kind of political, I, but no, I, no, no. You know, it translates to the individual, right? I don't want to talk only like a, in terms of like a country or the U.S. or whatever. It's like just, a grand scheme. I get what you're saying, though. Yeah. Like individually, people have seemed to shut themselves down. Yeah, and I agree with that, man. That's it. Feels like that everywhere right now. It really does. It really does, and that's why I I, I put so much emphasis in like meeting different people because I feel like if I if I stick with the same people all the time, then I'm gonna like fall into that trap too, where I'm like, I, you know what? After a while, like. You know, I feel like I feel like it's important for you to understand and get along with people from all types of backgrounds and all types, not even by backgrounds, but from different settings, because mm. um, that will that will give you the opportunity to understand both perspectives when you talk to either person, you know, and it kind of acts you like as a, as, as a mediator almost between both. Uh, and that's what I'd be doing. Like even in football, you know, I'm I'm like mediating all of, all the conflicts. I just I, I I want people to just chill and play football. Like I don't want people to yeah. get angry about about some things that has nothing to do with the football. You know. I hear you, but like you said, it's it's through these things that you build these connections and essentially also grow as a person and learn more about life. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I definitely hear you on that, man. And um, one more I mean, thing that I wanted to. Sorry. I think, just, just think how much think how much there is to learn from life like i'm i'm an 18 year old kid 19 year old kid oh my god i don't even know my own age um talking about this as if i know a lot when i don't you know but that's that's like the point of it like i that that's the point of why i'm saying this because there is so much um yet to learn yeah and in a time like this i feel like i feel like with quarantine and with i mean people, people are starting to get out now more and more but it's like focus and listen to yourself because the more you like shove stuff down and they're going to show up in your 20s and 30s you know what i mean yeah you're going to have some some demons in there that yeah i mean everyone has their demons but that, that show up later later on and if you just try to ignore ignore how life is going forward and ignore, ignore people that are around you and like it's just it's just it's just really opening your eyes man it's opening your eyes it's not even like putting a lot of effort but just like opening your eyes and seeing that there's other people there yeah, it's just it's just it's just incredible for me that it's outstanding for me that people don't do that because I've always I've always done that. But then again, like like that, that puts me in the same category of judging other people. Like I I get that that doesn't come inherently to some people, 
But for me, I just open my eyes and look at everybody, um, you know, everybody a certain way. And it's just like, it's just, it's just, it's just taught me so much. Like I said, I don't know where I would be right now if I hadn't met certain individuals, which they might not even think that they've impacted me so much in my life. You know what I mean? Right. I hear you, man. Um, so one, one thing that I wanted to ask you about really quickly here, we're coming towards the end almost. Um, I want to ask you if there's any new projects that you're working on, any new singles that you're planning on promoting and anything that has like a similar message as, as to what we're, what we're just talking about right now. Oh, for sure. It has everything to do with what we're talking about. I got a song June 4th called talk with me, um, in brackets about it. It's a song that I, you know, I wrote, I mean, the chorus is in cohesion with, with my girlfriend and, you know, what we, what we had going on, the struggles that we had. I wrote this song like two years ago, right? Mm. But I think it's like one of the better songs that I've written. I'm not even just saying that because <laughs> the promo guys are just one of the best songs I've written. It just came out so good. Um, but the whole thing is like, I mean, the chorus is we don't talk about it. We don't talk because I refuse to so walk without it. We just go a different route. Mm. It's talking about it. It's communication, whether it be from the from boyfriend girlfriend, whether it be with your individuals, whether it be with your loved ones. Um, that's so important. That's so yeah. important. I mean, I, I wish I could. I wish I could just show you the song actually, because I'm. I got super excited from just talking about it. I mean, you could submit it definitely to WJMS. We'll probably play it. So. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, tell me about that. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it. But yeah, it's got everything. It's got everything to do with what, what I've been talking about. Everything. And and what's so awesome? What's so awesome is that. Like I said, I wrote this song two years ago, right? And like two yeah. years ago, I probably wasn't in the same mindset that I am now. But what's awesome when you write music um, in the past or like a, a while ago and you, and you see it now, you kind mm. of interpret it differently, right? And you, and you see like how, for example, what I was discussing there about me and, I'm sorry, excuse me, and my girl at the time, okay. my girl, um, translates now. Uh, to what I see with other people as well, you know, and mm. I, it's it's cool how 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 like the significance of your lyrics stay the same, mm. right? But you apply them to different situations because you know it's been two years. Think about how much has changed in two years. So mm. much. However, the lyrics are still mean the same. You know what I mean? And that's awesome. Um, mm. Wow. That's what I love about that song. And 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 man, um, and going to do with what, what we were talking about earlier about you know Mac Miller and. And the ability to have a really joyous beat and like say different things. Man, this song got accepted <laughs> to a sad boys playlist. Uh, Cause I, I used to admit her, right? It's a sad boys playlist, whatever. Yeah. And the same day it got submitted to Good Vibes Only 2021. You know what I mean? Like, and that's oh what God. that perfectly summed up what I wanted for that song. I was so happy when I saw that. <laughs> Cause it's exactly that, that, right? A very upbeat, joyous instrumental. Uh, and when you listen to the lyrics, you know, you'll, you'll get a different vibe to it hmm. and you'll like, you'll, you'll see maybe through it, through a different light, but you can still stay through that like joyous, you can still see it through that joyous lens if you choose to, you know? Wow. Um, and then after that, I got, a, I got, um, probably at the end of summer heading to uh, yeah, like August, hmm. I'm going to, I have this track, which is, uh, which produced by inbound beats, which is, um, it's not reggaeton. It's like it, it's a Spanish chorus. I got I got inspired by um by this artist, uh, you know N.Y. Prince in Prince New York or Jack Prince New York. Mm. He put uh, in his in his last album he had like this, uh, I forgot what it's called. But basically he had his chorus in 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 Spanish and his verses in English, and he was spinning in English. I'm like damn, like I really like the idea of that. So I did like a I did like a nice chorus in in a catchy chorus in Spanish. And I just went off in the verses in yeah. English. 
because you know like i said it's just easier for me to express myself in it. like i couldn't go off as easily as i as i do in spanish because i just you know i don't have the vocal range like i just don't uh, you know it's hard it's hard i hear it's, you it's hard it's hard you, it's know, you can learn different language how many languages do you speak uh, I just speak two, but then I, I roughly speak a little bit of Spanish, but that's because my girlfriend's Salvadorian. So, oh, uh, let's go, Salvador. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. She'd be teaching me, and I took <laughs> some Spanish too in, back in high school. But that's okay. okay, okay, but yeah, I hear you, man. It's tough. Um, so you said talk with me coming out June, tw- uh, June 4th, June 4th, and then this one's probably gonna come out <clears throat> mid to late August. Uh, it's called Dime Porque. Tell okay. me why. Um, and I still, still don't have a release date specific for that because I still need to find the cover art for it. But the but the talk with me about it mm. uh, song is going to come out with a music video with a visual. Thinking of doing a very a very simple video though. I was thinking just like maybe one or two shot video with a nice aesthetic background and with the lyrics just displayed. You know, because I'm kind of tired of doing all these meticulous music videos and then like realizing that you know something could have gone better. Like uh, and then stressing with time. I just want to do a nice open wide lens with the lyrics under with like a nice view and like a sense like that's just my ideal image for this music video and not putting too much effort into the editing side of it so that, that that's hopefully going to come out with the with the song on june 4th and then dime porque will probably have its own visual but that'll be later in the year cool all right man and, and uh where can we follow you okay so instagram handle is at brvnopicc Everybody knows obviously my artist name. PICC is the start of my last name, which is Piccinini. Mm. Um, so yeah, add BRVNO PICC. And my artist name is just BRVNO. Cool. You'll catch me with songs, you know, two times so that you'll see a bunch of these times uh, songs on my on my profile already. Cool. Alrighty. Well, you guys heard it here first. Make sure you follow my man Bruno here on Instagram. And um, thank you so much for stopping by today, man. I really do appreciate it. Man, thank you so much, Mato. This is honestly a dope interview, and I appreciate you for doing this. You're doing a great thing right now for, for artists around. Of course, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely credit to the station, too, for it. Of course, yeah, credit to the station, of course.